I asked Tony Bates to join us today. Um, you know, some people just go out and get it done, and Tony's one of those kind of people. But the reason I asked him to be on the call today is he had been with a different marketing company and um, has come over here with us. You know, some people, they talk about getting getting it done. I remember Charlie Schoolcraft made the comment one time, if you, if you don't see the people, you can't sell them. And uh, so I asked um, Tony to get on here today. Would you, Tony, you know, you wanted to get out, hit the ground running, didn't have leads that first week, but you wanted to do something. Tell us what you were able to do and how you were able to secure those first two appointments. Well, it was real easy. Um, I just was thinking about people in, in my world that, that had mortgages and maybe had kids. I thought of a couple of um, families that I attend church with that just bought uh, a new home. Uh, one of the families have five kids in it. The other uh, family are first-time home buyers. And uh, what I did was I just, I'm good friends with them, and I sent them a text message. And basically the text message said this, Hey, guys, I have exciting news. I've been given an opportunity to start a financial services business. I'm going to specialize in mortgage protection, and I'm looking to practice running scenarios for people I know who have mortgages. Would you be interested in helping me out? And then I put at the end of the text, you can say no. And uh, so I sent that message out uh, to both of uh, my friends, and they were really excited for me um, uh, and this new opportunity, and they both were like, yeah, we want to help you. How, how, how can we help? And so I immediately um, uh, started asking questions like, um, who is your mortgage with? What was the balance? What's your monthly payment? And I just started going through that little qualification sheet that we have for our, our um, uh, call days. And I got their height, weight, smoking status, started asking questions about, you know, are you on meds? Uh, do you have any major health issues? Just started going through that little form and started filling it out. And I told him, I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run about 20 or 30 scenarios. I'll pick the best three or four, and part of my practice is to be able to come and show you what you qualify for and how it works. And they're like, okay, great. So I set up an appointment with both of them, showed up, showed them how it worked, and they were like, well, if we wanted to do this, can we do this now? I went in not trying to sell my friends anything. I went in with the mentality that I was going to practice. And basically what I was doing was taking my fishing pole and just going fishing. What's the worst that could happen? I might sell something, but I may not. But I was just practicing, and that's kind of the whole idea behind it. And I wanted my friends, my warm market, if you will, to be comfortable that uh, old T-Bone wasn't coming just to try to sell them something. I wanted them to have the mentality that they were helping me practice so that when I go live in my new business, I'll be ready to go. Let's go back to when you, one of the things you said there, your mentality, because, you know, you didn't go in with the idea that I'm trying to sell something. You literally, once you got the appointment, your, your purpose was to practice and the byproduct was the sale. How did you accomplish that? Well, um, the, the nuts and bolts of it is when I, when I discovered uh, uh, medical issues or not uh, was to strategize with you. Um, and my mindset was, okay, if they do want to go forward, what do I need to have in case they say yes? Uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm a career closer. I've got one of the toughest 
closes in the world, um, uh, being a pastor of a church. Uh, and, and so I'm, I'm not afraid to ask for the business. I'm not, af- I'm not afraid to, uh, to get the no's and to turn them into yeses and all that. So what I wanted to do, my mentality was uh, this is a live appointment. These are not just people who are walking in fog in a mirror. This is a live appointment. If they buy, what is my preparation? How about my applications? Am I strategizing? Uh, where do I go? Which carrier is going to work best for them? Do I add the accidental death? Do I add the waiver of premium? And, and I, my approach was this is the real deal. I'm practicing as though this is the real deal. And I ran the appointment, and just because they were my friends, I, I, I worked the appointment just like I would have done um, uh, in, in, quote, unquote, a real scenario. You know, practicing it as if it is a real deal. That's why uh, when guys are going through basic training, you know, they will literally crawl across the field, you know, like they're, they're going into a, 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 a real war zone, war situation with live ammo going over their head because they don't want it to be a whole lot different when the guy's out there doing that, and that's what you were doing here. Now, you did reach out to me. Now, I want to go back to that because you have quite a bit, when you were with the other marketing company, you had quite a bit of experience with simplified issue products and had been through some pretty good training there um, because we worked together at the other company. But what was the reason you reached out to me on these particular cases, and how, what impact did that have on the outcome? Well, the, uh, I wanted to get specific um, because of one of the clients, the, the, the first appointment was a simplified issue. Uh, I knew it was going to be a simplified issue. It was not going to be a problem. Uh, and and I, I was reaching out to you uh, for guidance between AmeriCo Foresters. I'm a Foresters guy. I like Foresters. I'm just discovering some of the other car- uh, carriers and things like that. Um, but I knew for sure that the first one was going to be a slam dunk. Uh, if they said yes, it would it would be great. So, th- touching base with you on that first scenario, this husband and wife uh, was to get some direction um, as to um, the biggest bang for the client's buck. What will they get? The secondary scenario was because we had a, a 35 year old with type two diabetes that uh, we thought maybe was going to get simplified issue, but maybe at a different table rating. Well, it turns out um, uh, because of his age. It was less because he's younger than 40. Uh, he's going to be fully underwritten at a 125, and we can talk about what that means on a later call. But uh, and even through some of the other carriers, uh, he was going to be fully underwritten through Classic Two and all that. And and if we hadn't have strategized, we would have gone in thinking, okay, this is a young man, type two. He takes meds for his diabetes, and his A1C is in range where it needs to be. Uh, I would have gone in thinking. This is a simplified issue, uh, and we called we called the carriers. I called you multiple times because we were having trouble. It seemed as though we were getting misinformation. One underwriter would say one thing when we got a um, when we called in for pre underwriting. Um, one underwriter would say one thing, another would say another. The guidelines were not clear, so uh, it took us about an hour. It took me about an hour touching base with underwriters because we would get to the diagrams out, looking at the underwriting guidelines. And finally, we discovered that because this young man uh, has type 2 diabetes, he takes medicine, 
uh, for it, and uh, he's, his A1C was six, but because he was 35, that made him go fully underwritten. And, and I did not know that, even with all of my experience previously at the other uh, organization, I did not know that uh, about any of these car- uh, carriers. So that was valuable information for me because the next time I go to cross this bridge, I'll have it, and I did not write the wrong product in the house. I was able to write the right product in the house. Well, tell us a little bit about because we did all the work. Uh, we did our due diligence before you got there. How did that impact how you approached this client? Because I, I, I sense that you had a much clearer picture on where you were going to go and a lot more self-confidence. Did that make did that seem to make a difference with them that you came in knowing exactly where you were going to go and you having kind of prepared yourself for how you were going to present it? Oh, it absolutely did. Um, um, my philosophy is real easy. I call it the duck philosophy. On top of the water, it's nice and peaceful. Everything is smooth and easy. But just under the surface, those feet are kicking like there's no tomorrow. Well, I want my client to see the duck on top of the water and I don't mind doing the work under the water. Uh, and so for my client, they didn't know the difference. They didn't know that it took an hour, hour and a half of, of planning, calling uh, two or three different carriers and trying to work through the underwriting discrepancies. Now, they, didn't know, they didn't need to know that. But when I walked in, I was able to say, you know what, this took a little time, a little energy to get it done, but I think we've got something here for you. And if you, would, uh, uh, if you could lose a little bit of weight in the next 16, 18 months, we can go back and revisit this, and we may be able to save you half. You know, and they were like, this is awesome. Thank you. We knew the type 2 diabetes may be an issue, but you have made this very simple. You've made this very easy to understand, and we want to go with this plan and that plan, and they, boom. It was, it was, it was very much a non-salesy thing. Uh, I didn't, I have a philosophy that everybody wants to buy, but nobody wants to be sold. And, and so I just went in and, and told told them what they qualify for, showed them how the program works, talked about the living benefits. With Foresters, you also have the orphan benefits with the graduation or with the, uh, the, uh, the college tuition and, and all that connected to the orphan benefits. When I told them that, uh, along with the living benefits, they, they literally looked at one another and said, I guess what we have to do is figure out which one we want to go with, and can we do this today before you leave? Wow. And all, um, what, and all I did was the tell them I what hope. they qualify. All I did was tell. I didn't sell them. All I did was tell them what they qualify for and how much it cost, and and walk them through the process. It's real easy. I hope people are picking up on what you've done here, Tony, because you you told them what they qualified for, but you gave them options, and those were some of the things we talked about before you went. The options are what make it easy for the client to buy. The options aren't for the agent. That's a lot of work. Sometimes you'll spend an hour doing the options before you get there. That's why having the options before you go rather than figure the rates in the home makes a big difference because when you have several options there, not too many, but more than one or two, that allows them to pick the one that best suits their needs and their budget and allows them to not have to say, well, I can't afford that because a lot of people will never tell you they can't afford it. But they'll pick the one that best fits their budget and their needs. And so options guy are a big part of what what we're talking about here. That duck mentality you were talking about I absolutely love 
because that's how we don't get flustered. You know, the last thing an agent wants to do when they get in the house is all these issues come up, and it looks like a covey of quail running around the house going up, and, and nobody knows which one to shoot at. You know, you focused on one one agenda, and that was taking care of this, and that is huge. Um, I think one of the things that we experienced when we did the strategizing, it was more of a refresher course for you. It was absolutely a refresher course because I've been away from the industry for a while um, and, and, and getting back in. I, I had relative success previously, but getting back in and, and um, I tell people that we go through, we go through the licensing process uh, and the state would look at us as, a, as an insurance agent or a producer, but we actually approach this business from an underwriting perspective, which is why we're called field underwriters. So I'm not some agent coming in trying to sell you something. I'm literally just helping you walk through the process and helping you fill out the paperwork. We're the, we're the eyes and ears of, of, of these benefit providers, and we actually start the, process, the underwriting process here. Uh, and, and going in, having options, um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw up on them with information. Too much information will literally kill the deal. Uh, gives them too much to think about, and the, the the conditioned response is, "Oh well, we have to think about this. We got a lot to digest," you know. Uh, and and so I go in. I show them the fully loaded options, and then uh, we go from there. And if they say, "Well, we'd like to have that, but that's a little bit too much," or this or that or whatever, and then I'm like, "Well, you know." I may I'm, let me check something. I may have an I got an idea, and even if I don't have an idea, I've got an idea. This may work, um, and then I just start backing stuff out of it. You know, everything's fully loaded with the AD and D, the waiver of premium, um, uh, all, all the stuff. And then if I'm really close on premium, then I can start backing that stuff out. But I never let the client know um, that there's a problem if they if they're having budgetary issues then you know what, I got an idea. Let me check something here. And it takes 30 seconds, a minute, and then I'm like, you know, we could do this, and it'll save you this amount of money, and then we can do this down the road. And they're like, let's go with that. So it's, it's about being, being quick on your feet and listening to objections, uh, not, to, not to frustrate you, but if you'll listen close enough, there's an offer inside of every objection. And, and you just have to know what they're saying. And it's not that hard to sell somebody something that they ask you to come and show them. You know, I was able to close a sale last week for an agent, and we, we backed it down to the point, well, why don't we just do a starter program? And um, it was the first time I'd used it quite that, that way that I did. But that's, in essence, what you're doing here. You know, we'll get this thing started, get something in place for you, and then we'll fine-tune it as time goes on. And that's a comforting thought for the client because they know, you know, you're going to be back. You're going to be there helping them. And I'm going to share, when you and I are finished, I'm going to share a story that happened with me this week that was huge about the significance of what we do. What would you like to close out as far as, now I know you've got a couple of people, you've already, when we first started talking, you weren't interested in doing any recruiting then. You just wanted to get, you know, uh, some business on the books and show people that it can be done. But up out of the bushes jumped a couple of people that might be recruits with you. Uh, yeah. You want to share a little bit about that in closing out? Uh, sure. Um, my my goal um, is to uh, – my wife and I have some 
personal financial goals that we're trying to obtain. I pastor a church, and so my time is very limited. Um, and and I thought, well, you know, this is a very resourceful way. This revenue stream is highly lucrative if you'll work it and do do what Dick and Connie tell you to do. You can make a lot of money in 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 a very few hours uh, if you if you just do what they tell you to do. Well, then, while I'm in the home, <laughs> um, they're talking to me about how I got this business started, because that's the whole concept, right? They're helping me practice for my new business venture. And uh, I, I told them a little bit about Equus, and I said, you know, I think we're hiring nationwide. So if you know anybody that's interested in it, have them contact me, and I'll hook them up with the folks uh, with at Equus if they're interested. And then all of a sudden from that, one of the client's mother is already licensed in Texas. She's got her life and health license, and she's working Humana right now and made $10,000 in the last three years. And she's like, can I have my mom call you? And absolutely you can have her call me. I'd be more glad to walk her through the process. The whole idea, guys, is I just want to help folks. And I'm not trying to sell anything whether it's the, the 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 mortgage protection benefits or the the debt free living, all that stuff, um, I'm not selling anything. And if somebody's looking for a career change, I'll be more than willing to help it the best I can, you know. And and I may be able to get them on my team. I don't know. We'll have to check and see. And they're like, boy, if they could work with you, that'd be great, you know. So everything's so, well. Let's see how it goes. Have her call me, kind of thing. And it's very passive aggressive, if you will. Um, and and uh, there's a couple of other folks that are like, how's things going in your new business? A couple family members are like, how's things going? Well, last week, you know, we did pretty good. You know, uh, and and you start, you, you just throw out little little lures and see if anybody's interested. And they're like, do you think I could do something like that? Well, if I can do it in part-time hours like this, if you dedicate full-time hours to it and, and just do the process, uh, you can do better than me. You know, I can help you if you want me to, but you'll probably pass me, that kind of thing. And that's now I'm kind of thinking, you know, if I could get five or ten uh, people to, that I can help them achieve some of their goals financially, you know, that will be a nice little uh, uh, passive income for me and my family. So it's all about helping folks. And, and if you come beside people with a genuine heart to help, and not try to sell them on this business ideal or not try to sell a policy because you're starving to death, but you're really trying to help people, people can see that, that, that you're genuine, and, and they do business with people they like and trust in that order. You know, Tony, as, as you're winding down here, I just love it because I'm thinking about everybody on the call today. We've got a list of all, everybody on here, a lot of brand-new people. Some people have been around a while, and I'm thinking, you know, just about anybody could do what you did last week. What you did last week is very duplicatable and what you're going to be doing in the next few weeks. But you made a comment to me about fishing, relating this business to fishing. Why don't you share with everybody what that meant or how you related that? Well, you know, uh, I fish in bass tournaments, and, and what I've discovered is I love being on the water. And there are some days where I will uh, – I'll be catching fish, and, and the fishing's so good, you got to lay down in the boat to bait the hook, you know. Uh, and, 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 then, <laughs> and then there are other days where, where you, uh, uh, you've really got to 
work your presentation because I'm an artificial bait guy, and and what makes a real fish hit a fake bait is presentation. And so if you're not getting uh, strikes, it's not the fish's fault. And so what I've got to be able to do is I know where the fish are. And so I've got this whole tackle box full of lures. And if they don't hit one lure, then I'm going to put it on again. But here's the deal. I have to know how to present each lure because they're not all crankbaits. They're not all jerkbaits. Uh, and, and so I have to know how to present each one. And all i got to do is master the presentation because if I, if, I, if I got the right presentation, whether the fish is hungry or not, he'll hit it because it's his instinct. Guys, I hope that probably is what we should have started the end of the meeting with. But, you know, we know where the fish are. They're people that have new mortgages. Now, whether it's a B lead, a C lead, or a XYZ lead, it really doesn't matter. We just need to change the bait up and learn how to present it. And if you can wrap your mind around that today when you're talking to people, put yourself in their situation. Some stranger is calling you, trying to get an appointment out of you, and now you as the fisherman, you know you've got something good. You're, you're not throwing out there a, a fake bait like you do when you bass tournament. You're throwing out there the real deal. And I'm going to drive that point home in just a moment when I talk about the story I had this week. Tony, thank you so much. This is going to be archived because this is going to be one of the ones we want people to listen to over and over and over again. And this is the one you don't want to miss until you get to the end about the fishing. Uh, thank you so much for sharing with us this morning, Tony. Well, thank you for um for hosting me, and it is a privilege to be a part of the Sylvester team. God bless you. Well, we're glad to have you with us as well. Um, to tie up what D Tony was just talking about here about the fake bait and, and the fishing and so on, I received a phone call Monday morning first thing, and the call went something like this. Mr. Sylvester, when you were at our home a little over three years ago, I never dreamed I would ever be making this phone call. But James passed away late Friday evening. I didn't want to bother you over the weekend because I knew there wasn't anything you could do, but could you help me now? What do I do next? So I went through the process on what she needed to, excuse me, to do. I got the information and everything, called her back. And when I finished that call with the instruction with her, she said, I just want to thank you so much for being here when we needed you, not only when you helped us get the insurance, but now. She said, because of you, I'm not going to lose my home next summer. You know, one year after we got the insurance from you, James developed cancer, and that was followed by a severe uh, heart condition. And she said, I'm not sure which of the two he succumbed to on Friday because both of them had grown quite bad. You know, and I want to point out two things here. One is we live a life of significance every day. You hear me talk about that probably to the point that you get tired of hearing it. But, guys, when you get your first phone call like that, you will realize the life of significance we live, just like with Tony. Now, he wrote uh, a little over $7,000 in premium. We accounted for 3800 of it today. 
and then the second app was written on Saturday, so it'll be in next week's pre, uh, production. But when you stop and think about seven plus thousand dollars in premium at an entry level contract, guys, that's forty nine hundred dollars in commission, you know, in a few hours' time. But that's the byproduct of what Tony did. The significance of what Tony did was he helped these families, and God forbid something happens, he has the opportunity to get a letter or a phone call just like the one that I just had. So when you're talking to the people this coming week, just remember you have the real deal. You know, you have something that will impact their life in such a way. So as you listen to Tony talk today, you listen to the tone uh, that he was talking with, you you could feel and hear the passion he had for helping the people. That's the presentation we're talking about that we need to work on developing because that's going to make all the difference in the world. Um, I feel like at this point in time, this is this is the essence of who we are and what we do and why we do what we do. And again, the byproduct of all of this is they pay us real well. 